Listening to Cannabis Health Radio. Here are your hosts, Ian Jessup and Corey Yelland. Welcome to another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Elland. Crohn's disease is described as a type of inflammatory bowel disease that may affect any part of the gastrointestinal tract. Signs and symptoms often include abdominal pain, diarrhea, fever, and weight loss. And joining us from Colorado to talk about how cannabis helped him with not only his Crohn's, but also his back pain, is Miles Stone. Miles, it's hard for some people to really understand what it's like for someone who has Crohn's disease. What was your life like? Having Crohn's disease is, um, it has affected my life greatly. I I got it when uh, I was a senior in high school. Um, I'm 30 now and it's affected me to the point where I've been to the emergency room 300 times, um, you know, uh, credit, uh, bills, debt collectors, things like that. Uh, Crohn's is a very painful thing to go through and mine's not even as severe as it can be and um just little certain things food will set it off certain things you eat um you have to be very cautious about um things that you eat it will um sometimes when you get a flare-up it can actually uh the food you ate a week before can affect you a week later and put you in the hospital so it's hard for them to find out exactly what triggers uh your crohn's flare-ups um through cannabis oil um a friend of mine had told me hey miles you know i've been doing uh some medical research with cannabis oil would you you know be willing to would you want to try it you know and i put forth the money to have a cbd thc oil made um in the way that rick simpson we watched a rick simpson youtube video and learned how to make it i used everclear and strainers and uh classifier like a uh a coffee strainer i put it into a bowl then melted away the uh, Everclear on a heating pad, and then it turns into a black tar-looking substance, and you put it into a syringe and put it in bread. You know, well, you can take all the syringes and put them into a, a refrigerator and then put it on bread, um, a pea size and or, or the size of a grain of rice to start with. I put it in bread and started taking it, and I haven't been in the hospital since. 
You know, it's interesting. It reminds me of a story that uh, we did with a woman uh, when we first started doing this, Corey, a woman in Regina, Saskatchewan, who had Crohn's for 25 years. Spent, She said she spent more time in hospital than she did with her children who were growing up. She started using cannabis, and her Crohn's pain and discomfort were gone. She was so impressed that she opened her own dispensary in Regina, Saskatchewan. Yeah, I remember that, yes. That is beautiful. And I have six children myself, and I, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I thought about that. Every time I went to the hospital, they would have to see an ambulance come pick me up at the house. And, you know, it hurts for, for me to have to watch them have to, you know, think about them having to watch their dad get pulled off. You know, and what goes through their head. I just looked for different ways to try to fix it. And I've done clinical studies for different types of antibiotics and, and things like that that they can put me on that could possibly stop it. And it, it nothing has worked. It's it's really just messed with my body even more than anything. And I, I just stopped. I couldn't do I just didn't want to do any more clinical studies. I didn't I kind of just started eating the exact same things over and over so that I wouldn't get a flare up. And now I'm to the point where, I mean, I can actually eat some stuff like that. I, I mean, I, I, I'm testing it. If I start having a flare up, the only thing that I can do to save my flare up from going to the hospital is getting in a bathtub. And that I've saved it numerous times doing that. You can kind of feel, you kind of feel it coming on and you can like, you can control it if you if you just stay to cannabis oil. It, it's really helped me. Uh, I can't. I can't. What does the bathtub do? <laughs> uh, the the bathtub actually calms calms me down and 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 like helps me breathe better. I don't I don't know exactly what it does, but it actually has saved me from going to the hospital a few times. Is it like you're you're having a spastic colon and the bathtub relaxes, relaxes that? Maybe I I don't yeah. know I'm not you know I don't know uh, clinical w- yeah. what that does but it really um, it really helps calm me down and, and helps me breathe right I think that when you start breathing really heavy when you feel it coming on and you start breathing heavier it makes it worse and it makes it come on harder and faster but if you just let it relax and and let your colon relax. It's kind of like when you breathe when you're going to the bathroom. You can go to the bathroom easier. It's because mm-hmm. you're breathing and and maybe it's letting more through and letting what's what's clogging up your colon get through. And it might hurt, but it's still going to get through without going to the emergency room. Miles, with your Crohn's, uh, are you a skinny guy? Um, I stay skinny. Uh, yeah, I mean, I go from 145 to 160 every year. I don't ever go above or below that. How tall are you? Uh, six foot. Six foot. Mm-hmm. Miles, how many meds were you on before you started on the oil, and how many are you on now? I was taking um, prednisone and a couple of different trials that they were doing. And that was a year ago, so I stopped taking any of those a year ago, and I kind of stopped taking anything at all. I was actually taking painkillers, too, for my back, and completely uh, quit that once I got my medical license to grow for myself, because I have Crohn's disease. They gave me a a 100-plant count so I can grow for myself. You know, I, I, I... 
don't take any meds now. I smoke and I take the oil every once in a while, only when I feel kind of crummy. But I don't take anything now, um, not medic, not any meds at all. Wow. Do you know what the level of, of THC and CBD are in the oil that you take? So I do a little bit higher dose because I like the THC too. So uh, I do uh, 75% THC and 25% CBD, and I use Canisoo. 75-25. Yeah, uh, so the the THC in it is amnesia haze. That's the the Strain. the buds that I used. Yeah, mm. and um, and then I put in uh, the CBD, which is the Canisu, and that's not pure CBD. I think I'm pretty sure the only pure CBD is uh, Charlotte's Web. Did you have to I play know. with that a bit before you found out what worked for you? Um. I, I had to play with that a bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I played with it, uh, not the strains, just the the THC and CBD doses. So I, I did more CBD to find out if it would make me feel better. Mm-hmm. And it basically made me feel uh, kind of, it just it made me feel kind of droggy. So I added some more THC in there. And that helped me kind of, because when I, I'm used to having THC and going to work and, and functioning in life because that's what I used to do with my medications. So I always have sativa things that keep me up instead of laying on the couch type of stuff. Mm-hmm. With your Crohn's, what was the worst moment for you? Um, the worst moment was... Well, actually, it wasn't. It wasn't actually Crohn's, but I thought it was Crohn's. I was in my cousin's wedding, and my appendix bursted in my stomach, and Ooh. I didn't know that I it, that it was the equivalent of a flare-up. That's how bad a flare-up is, and I thought I was having a flare-up. So I left the wedding and didn't tell anybody because I didn't want any, I didn't want to bother anybody, and I drove myself to the hospital. And they told me that if I wouldn't have gotten there ten minutes later, I would have died. And it, my, you know, I had all the acids in my stomach and things like that. And so, um, that's that's how bad Crohn's can get. It can get really bad. So the burst appendix has the same feeling as Crohn's disease. Wow. Yes, that's pretty intense by the sounds of it, Miles. Yeah, it's it's not fun at all. I wouldn't wish it on anybody at all. And and from what I hear, it's thirty percent hereditary. Um, my dad had it before he passed away when I was six months old. And my my brother, I had two brothers, and I was the third brother. So uh, I guess I was the lucky one. Do your brothers have Crohn's disease as well? They've called me and asked me some of the symptoms to see if they possibly they thought that they might have when they're eating some ice cream or I remember one of them calling me and asking me and I told him you know you need to go get a colonoscopy and and go get it checked out because it's serious you know if if you need to catch it now so you can start getting on a diet now so it doesn't get worse Miles, do you ingest cannabis in some form every single day then, or just simply when you have a flare-up? 
I will take it about twice a week on a regular basis. This is the oil or smoking? The oil. Okay, the oil. Smoking, I yeah, I smoke every day. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, that's just because it's just relaxing and, um, you know, I, I, I function just fine. I mean, you know, I work for a multimillionaire. He owns the Denver Art Museum. <laughs> so, I mean, I take care of his ranch castle and, and, you know, I function fine and, and, uh, you know, he knows about my condition and things like that. And, and that's what's important is people need to understand that, you know, cannabis oil is a, a very, very good thing. But there's a lot of people that are out there that want to m- make it look like it's a bad thing. And it's not. I mean, it, it's honestly a, a, a healer. It's It's healed my family. I mean, it's healed my daughter of epilepsy. I mean, she was having 25 seizures a day, went into the doctor, they gave her a prescription, dropped it to 15 a day for three months. She was at 15 seizures a day. I gave her the same cannabis oil as me with 25% THC and 75% CBD. And she has no seizures to this day and she does not take any oil anymore. It's uh, and she can get her license. She's 16, and I, like I started it, she was 15, and I was worried that she wasn't going to get her license, and she was really like just kind of like out of it, and I was just blown away by what this can do, and that's why I agreed to do this because it's important that people know how this can affect their loved ones and how I mean I got goosebumps on my neck just talking about it because my daughter is okay you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. was your daughter fine with taking cannabis oil yes it was her mom it's my stepdaughter and my my um her mom my wife uh she wanted to do it because of what it did we we saw different youtube videos of of kids that were being healed and that's why i i started taking it first to make sure that it was uh, it was okay and it was a good mixture and then once i got it low enough to where there was hardly any thc in it then i gave it to her and she her mom wanted to do it i mean because we were seeing progress but the progress had stopped and she was going to be on these meds for the rest of her life and we just wanted to try it and we were going to try it for a few months before her tests and see how her test results came out and we tried it and stopped it a month before her tests just in case you know uh if they had any discrepancies or anything against the cbd oil and so once she went through her test we got her test results two weeks after and she was seizure free that's quite remarkable that she is now seizure free and she's not taking it any longer. Uh, None. Yeah, that is uh, that's quite remarkable. It sounds like what happened, and uh, of course we're not clinicians here, but uh, we can only guess, right. we can only guess that yes. uh, there was there was a malfunction in her in her endocannabinoid system, and the cannabis regulated it, and she's fine now. Exactly, and, and that's what I think would happen. Yeah. That's really interesting. Now, with the 75% CBD, 25% THC, did she experience any psychotropic effects, or did the CBD pretty much handle any of the THC? Well, the thing about that is she is in school, and her friends and her had smoked weed before. 
Right. And so this was already kind of going in her system. So I told her, if you quit smoking, I'm going to give you this oil because it's already going to have THC in it. So you don't need to smoke anymore. And you can do it under my supervision. You don't need to go to your friends and things like that. Mm. Um, So this was, yeah, it was just basically, I, I don't think she had to warm up to it because of that. Um, she but was, she, go ahead. She was able to function. Yes. Good. Yes. She was able to function and go to school and she, she has good grades. She has all, well, all but one class, uh, B's. <laughs> she, she's got one that's a C that, uh, the teacher and her kind of butt heads every once in a while, but she's a very good student and you know she helps me out with the kids a lot she does her chores every day there's no if ands or buts about it she she does everything um and i don't have to ask her and and she's a very good kid so oh that's awesome miles the cbd that you gave her was that the uh, cbd canisu yes strain okay so you, and you gave her 75 percent of that and 25 percent of amnesia haze then yes okay just wanted to clarify that. Miles, how did you find out about these various strains? Because there are you know, literally thousands of strains and uh, new ones developing all the time. Um, well, these were the strains that my friend, he had um, a, a card as well. Um, and so he had amnesia haze in his grow. Um, we went to the dispensary and got the only CBD they had, which was can of Sioux. And so that's why we mixed those two. And then they ended up giving me a bunch of clones for Canisoo because they had heard about my daughter and I. And so they helped us out and, and I had uh, plenty of that to go, you know, for from them. So that was uh, much appreciated. And that's how we figured it out. I mean, I could have tried other strains and it just happened to work out. Yeah, that was lucky first time first time around. <laughs> yeah, and and it might have been um you know me playing around with it at first to see the doses um of what we could do. So I you know, I wanted to get a hold of uh Charlotte's web and everybody was on the waiting list to get that. So that's a pure CBD and it was just hard to get a hold of, so we just had to go with what we could get. That was the one developed by the Stanley Brothers in Colorado, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, yep, that's it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Miles, tell me about your your herniated disc problem. How did that happen? Well, uh, I've been in two motorcycle accidents, and I fell three stories on a job site and hit the ground, and uh, I, I was a welder for a very long time, and I still weld to this day, and um, it's... It's just taken a heavy toll on my back. Um, a lot of, you know, lifting steel and bad ways of lifting steel has created that. <laughs> yeah, you got to lift with your legs, right? Yes, you got to lift with your legs for sure. Um, and yeah, just, uh, and then I have arthritis in my back. And that's why I smoke weed on a regular basis is because it just, uh, THC is it's the only thing that's kept me away from oxycodone, Percocet, Vicodin, all the main uh, prescriptions that I would normally go spend 
uh, hundreds of dollars uh, insurance and things like that and doctor visits and things like that, I'm done. I just, you know, there's just a day I said, you know what, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. It, it made me on edge. You know, if I... Uh, if I stubbed my toe on a chair, I would get mad and just, you know, it, it, it just was not a good environment. So I, I totally shut that down and just went to THC. And now it takes the edge off my back, still hurts in the morning when I wake up and things like that. And then um, I have it's a sativa that keeps me up. I usually have uh, sour diesel, which is my favorite, and that keeps me going throughout the day. And now when you stub your toe, you just curse and move on. Right? Yeah, I don't even do that anymore. I'm, too, I'm a nice guy, actually, now. I'm really nice. <laughs> you, so you fell three stories and landed on your back yeah. flat out. Yeah, uh, well, actually, I, I uh, hit the second story landing with my ribs, and then I fell on my butt, and my brother was on scaffolding planks with me, and everything crashed through, and the welder, uh, actually, the door of the welder went through my brother's heel and almost uh, cut his Achilles tendon off. They said it was an eighth inch away, and a piece of steel came down with us and landed on my leg, and then I ran out, and I couldn't breathe for a couple minutes. And then I ended up having to go to work the next day, though, because we had to get it done. <laughs> you, you worked the next day? Yeah, we, well, it was my dad's job, and I had to make sure he was taken care of. I think he, he was on uh, the brink of losing his house at that time. <laughs> Ian, I didn't realize we were interviewing Superman. Yeah. Holy <laughs> crow. Uh, yeah, it's, Boy, it's that's, a- uh, so you've got uh, Crohn's disease. You had a burst appendix. You have six herniated discs. You've got arthritis in your back. Is everything else functioning well? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've had surgery on my right knee, but they said they can't do my left knee because I'm too old <laughs> and it's bone on bone right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I got a well, lot of problems. Well, you know, CBD's, go. <laughs> CBD's got a reputation for uh, mending bone. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I keep taking it is because it's it's basically like uh, changing the oil in your car. You know, yeah. you have to change the oil in your system, and that's what it does. It flushes all that bad stuff out, and it, and it clears you, and, and it does it in a natural way. That's what I like. Miles, when you mentioned that in Colorado you have a license to grow, and you can grow how many plants? Uh, up to 100. So I can have 50 in flower and 50 in veg. Is that difficult for people in Colorado? I'm trying to relate it to what we have here. We don't have uh, the recreational approval yet from the federal federal government. And the federal government has promised to bring in legislation this year making uh, both recreational and medical legal in Canada. Medical is legal right now. But uh, we don't oh, that's have that. Great. And they only talked about, what was it, Corey? I think about six plants per yeah, person. Five or six, something like that. Five or six. Very low number. I think it's five. And that, so they have to actually get a card for five or six? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, the, uh, everybody here in Colorado, if you're a resident of Colorado, you can have up to six plants of your own without a card. Oh, interesting. So yeah. that's anybody and everybody. So if, if if somebody comes to your house, like you can have it on your – they make little portable growers that go on your kitchen counter 
and you can put plants in there and every everybody can grow their own if they wanted to i think i think i've seen that they look it looks like a little refrigerator doesn't it yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that advertised. Well, is that what was yeah. in your kitchen? <laughs> yeah, right. I was wondering what that was. No, and I, I thought whoever came up with that idea, it was it was pure genius. Because yes, it is. Yeah. It really is. I mean, the no, they would. Uh, I mean, it, it's sad for the dispensaries because it kind of cuts them out. Um, because dispensaries kind of bring in tax money, which we've never seen any of. I mean, we don't see any of that going to the highways or our education, which it was supposed to go to. But my biggest thing is, you know, it should go back to helping people. Um, there were so many people that moved uh, from other states to Colorado when Colorado was the big one to be at. And they were just coming here to get their kids healed. And and people were giving them child abuse charges for, for giving their kids cannabis oil um, in different states. So they came here just to heal their kids. And they, and there's been several stories of kids with Crohn's disease. And it showed a picture of one kid with his, his colon completely just almost black and dark and, and just dark red. And then after he's done, it's a light pink. And, and this is two years after using cannabis oil and it's light pink and it's, and it's, it's good and it's healthy. And then those are the things that pharmaceuticals don't want you to see at all. They don't want, they don't want anybody to hear any of this because of the fact that it's healing people. It's helping a lot of people. Yeah, and it has for thousands of years. But when you when you deal with uh, billions and billions of dollars, you've always got to follow the money to find out what the heck's happening in terms of uh, federal legislation, uh, state and provincial legislation. It's great to hear that you're uh, you're on the road to recovery. How do you feel in terms of your recovery? At what state are you in now? Are you one hundred percent healed, or are you just continuing your journey? Well, I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to jinx myself, but, uh, (laughs) I feel, I feel really healthy. I feel really good. Um, you know, I, I feel more active. Uh, I, I, it's just nice to not, uh, like I, I kind of stopped worrying about it. It's, it's almost like I used to worry about when it was coming, when I was going to go to the hospital and now I've kind of lost that fear. That's great. Of going to the hospital. Yeah, that's great because when you, I imagine when you have Crohn's disease and you go out publicly, you have to worry about where the bathroom is in case you have a sudden attack. Oh, yeah. Um, there's been a few times where, because I'm not supposed to drink anything at all. And sometimes I'll have, if I don't drink anything with wheat in it, so I'll drink hard alcohol. And some of that doesn't affect me the way that the other stuff does. And I totally quit drinking after this episode and uh, completely lost it in a, a nightclub and fell on the floor and just couldn't control anything that was going on. The ambulance had to come and take me out of this place and and take me to the emergency room and I thought I was going to die that night. I mean, it, it literally felt like a doctor was stabbing me in the stomach and just pulling a knife down my stomach and ripping ripping it open. And that's it was really bad. That sounds horrible. 
Yeah. yeah. You know the moral of the story? Stay out of nightclubs. Yep, I don't go anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Miles, it was good of you to join us and tell us your story. And uh, it's remarkable that you're recovering. Uh, your stepdaughter is getting, uh, has recovered from her epilepsy and uh, using cannabis in a medicinal sense. And uh, you're a wonderful, encouraging story for people to hear. Thanks very much for your time. I appreciate you guys very much, and and I appreciate you getting the word out there and and to all these awesome people. Thank you. Miles, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good day. If you have a story about the medicinal use of cannabis and how it's helped you, and you'd like to tell your story and encourage others to use medical cannabis for their health, because after all, that's one of the purposes of this program. It's to make a difference in the lives of others by inspiring and empowering them to improve their health. And we realize that in some jurisdictions, it is still illegal, both medically and recreationally. But what we wanted to on this program is get the message out and tell people that there are literally hundreds and hundreds of studies about the medical use of cannabis. So if you'd like to tell your story, you can do it either with your name or you can do it anonymously. Send us an email at info at CannabisHealthRadio.com. And just a bit of background, tell us uh, who you are and how you've used cannabis and uh, that you want to tell your story and get it out, and we'd be more than happy to contact you and set up an arrangement to do an interview with you. No matter where you are in the world, thanks very much for listening. We'll be back again with another edition of Cannabis Health Radio. You've been listening to the Cannabis Health Radio podcast. Visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com, and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Infused, a cannabis talk show, is a -a one-of-a-kind look inside the cannabis industry. Meet the amazing people who make cannabis businesses bloom as they join host Nick with Francesca and Mike for creative cannabis conversations. Get an honest look at the business of cannabis, including trends, best and worst practices, products, education, and advocacy. Whether you're kind of curious or running a cannabis, Infused has kind of conversations that count. Infused is available on YouTube and is now streaming as part of the PodConnects network. Network.